after icebergs with the painter frederick edwin church two chapters from after icebergs with a painter a summer voyage to labrador and around newfoundland by the rev lewis l noble eighteen sixty one this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org chapter thirty four our boat for the icebergs after the alpine berg study of its western face after dinner mr hutcheson has placed at our service his parish vessel at once a schooner and a rowboat of which captain knight of course is master and our men the sailors we are all ready waiting its arrival alongside in order for our first excursion after icebergs equipped entirely to our mind an hour's sail has brought us off into the broad waters south of battle harbor close to a berg selected from the heights this morning we drop sails and row rapidly around it for the best point of observation in the present light the intention is to study the ices of these waters at all points and in all lights with great care from this the western side now glittering in the face of the sun at six o'clock it is alpine in its form with one crowning peak supported by pinnacles and buttresses with intervening gulfs and hollows each with its torrent hissing along down in white haste over glassy cliffs and in alabaster channels until it comes spouting into the sea from an overhanging precipice varying from six to twenty feet in height between the upper edge of this ice coast and the great steeps of the berg lies a broad slope smooth as ivory a paradise for the boys of a village school we are actually tempted to land at a low place and have a run without skates or some arming of the boots however we guess it would be rather perilous sport in short simply impossible we content ourselves with catching a panful of water fresh from the great humble glacier quite likely and cold and pure it is while we are busy at the fountain we amuse ourselves with looking down through the clear green water right under us clear almost as air at the roots and prongs of the mountain mass they shoot out into the dark sea below far beyond our boat not a pleasing vision to dwell upon when we reflect that these very prongs and spurs only wait to take their turn in the sunshine under the aspect of upright towers a heavy fall of ice which may happen in a minute on the opposite side of the berg instantly gives the preponderance to this when over this way slowly rolls the alpine peak down sinks all this precipice and after it all the slanting field above then on rushes the sea in curling waves and we are swept on with them before we can get back and get away to a safe distance by the force of mere sailor power back rolls the berg uprises the broad slope followed quickly by the precipices rising up up and up 
into lofty cliffs with a foreground a new revelation of ice in a word the prongs and spurs now below us in the transparent deep in all this play of the iceberg and the sea what will be our part and who knows whether the moment is not now close upon us for this sparkling planet of the main too burst asunder a common process by which the mother berg throws off her little ones rather resolves herself entirely into a shoal of small icebergs should that moment really come while we are in this fearful proximity you need not ask any questions about us except those which you yourself can answer there are the dead in these very waters i believe whose last earthly experience was among the final thunders of these ices i am struck with the rapid rate at which the bergs are perishing they are dissolving at every point and pore both in the air and in the sea one sheet of water although no thicker than a linen sheet covers the entire alp it trickles from every height yonder glimmering like a distant window in the sunset here cutting into the glassy surface and working out a kind of jewelry which sparkles with points of emerald and ruby it rains from eaves and gables cornices and balconies and spouts from gutters all around there is the pattering of a shower on the sea and the sharp metallic ringing of great drops similar to what is heard around a pond in the still woods when the dew drops fall from the overhanging boughs below the currents now penetrated with the summer warmth are washing it away around the surface line the ever busy waves are polishing the newly broken corners and cutting under and mining their way in with deceitful rapidity unceasingly they bore and drill without holiday or sabbath or rest at night as the perpetual thunders of their blasting testify thus their ruin is hourly hastening to a consummation and the danger of approaching them made more and more imminent the iceberg in winter in the arctic regions and even here is a different affair in the cold they are tolerably safe and sound but now in these comparatively tepid seas and in this warm atmosphere lone wanderer it finds no mercy motionless as this and several bergs appear they are all slowly moving in toward the strait of belle isle borne forward by the great baffin current a stream of which bends around cape st louis and these adjacent isles and sets along the shore of labrador into the gulf of st lawrence chapter thirty five the alpine berg studies of its southern front frightful explosion and fall of ice studies of the western side our play with the moose horns the splendor of the berg in the sunset we are now lying under oars riding quietly on the swells distant say a hundred yards south of the berg which has a visible perpendicular front of five hundred 
by one hundred and fifty feet or more elevation it resembles a precipice of newly broken porcelain wet and dripping its vast face of dead white tinged with green here and there from the reflection of the green water at its base we are in its shadow which reaches off on the sunny sea a long dark track the outline of the berg is one edge of dazzling brightness a kind of irregular flowing frame gilt with sunlight which comes pouring over it in full tide from behind where the ice shoots up into thin spear points or runs along a semi-transparent blade the light shines through and gives the tint of flame with a greenish band below and lower still a soft blue presently lost in the broad white in these ices never think of any such as you see at home from rockland and catskill frozen under enormous pressure and frozen to dry and flinty hardness it has all the sparkle of minutest crystallization and resembles as i have said already freshly broken statue marble or porcelain as you see it on the edge newly snapped the surface of this ice is in itself a study singularly complex and subtle how the mere passer-by at a distance is going to know anything of value to a painter i cannot tell the fact is he knows just nothing at all a portrait painter might as well pretend to have a knowledge of flesh from seeing people at a distance i think if i could study just here for hours i should be able to speak more correctly of course the painter whose eye is trained to look into the texture of surfaces sees all more readily i am looking up to rough crags and enormous bulges where the recent fracture would seem to have an almost painful sharpness to the touch where the surfaces have been for a time exposed to the weather they have the flesh finish of a statue along the lower portion where you see the glassing effects of the waves there it resembles the rarest sevres vase or even pearl itself so exquisitely fine is the polish it is almost mirror-like you perceive the dim images of passing objects shadowy ships and shores where the light pours over it in its strength it shines like burnished steel in the sunshine under the manifold effects of atmosphere light and shade none can imagine through the medium of mere description the grandeur and the glory of these moving alps of ice here now is one simple feature which our dangerous proximity alone enables us to view the wondrous beauty of which beauty to the feelings as well as to the eye i cannot find any language to paint i may talk of it through a hundred periods and yet you will never feel and see a tithe of what you would in a moment were you here upon the spot the berg in the deep shadow of which we now sit painting and writing as i have intimated is in form a mountain pinnacle 
split down from the summit square and the split side toward our boat what has become of the lost half the great builder of icebergs only knows we are under the cliffs from which that unknown part burst off and fell away it is an awful precipice with all the features of precipices such as are seen about capes headlands and ocean shores here it swells out there it sinks in masses have slidden out and left square-headed doorways opening into the solid porcelain ridges run off and hollows run in and around in these very hollows and depressions is the one feature of which i am speaking and after all what is it it is simply shadow is that all that is all only shadow all the grand facade is one shadow with a rim of splendor like liquid gold leaf or yellow flame but in those depressions is a deeper shadow shadow under shadow dove-colored and blue thus there seems to be drifting about in the hollow lurking places of the dead white a colored atmosphere the warmth softness and delicate beauty of which no mind can think of words to express so subtle is it and evanescent that recollection cannot recall it when once gone but by the help of the heart and the feelings where the spirit of beauty last dies away you can feel it after you have forgotten what its complexion precisely is and from that emotion you may come to remember it you would remember nothing more beautiful any doubt that i may have entertained about the danger of lying under the shadow of this great ice rock is now wholly dispelled we have just witnessed what was for the moment a perfect cataract of ice with all its motion and many times its noise quick as lightning and loud as thunder when bolt and thunder come at the same instant there was one terrific crack a sharp and silvery ringing blow upon the atmosphere which i shall never forget nor ever be able to describe it shook me through and struck the very heart the only response on my part and i was not alone in the fright was a convulsive spring to the feet and a shout to the oarsmen of fierce command row back row back the spectacle was nearly as startling as the explosion at once the upper face of the berg burst out upon the air as if it had been blasted and swept down across the great cliff a huge cataract of green and snowy fragments with a wild crashing roar followed by the heavy sullen thunder of the plunge into the ocean and the rolling away of the high crested seas and the rocking of the mighty mass back and forth in the effort to regain its equilibrium i dreaded the encounter but our whaleboat was quite at home and breasted the lofty swells most gracefully 
but how fearfully impressive is all this i recall the warning of the bishop of newfoundland and recollect the conversation of the reverend mr wood the rector of st thomas we now pass round to the other side of the berg and take a position between it and the sun upon our first circumnavigation we found this edge of the ice in its lowest part about six feet above the sea with a cavernous hollow running all round into which the waves were playing with their strange and many sounds now from the recent loss of ice on the opposite heights all this edge has sunk below the waves leaving only an inclined plane sweeping up from the water's edge to the steeper parts of the berg at an angle of about twenty degrees fancy a slab of italian marble four and five hundred feet in width extending from the eaves of the city hall new york halfway or more down the park i think you will have a tolerable notion of the slope now before us up this slippery field of ivory hardness roll the waves dark as night until they strike the ice when in a flash they turn into that lovely green of the sea and afterward break in long lines of tumultuous foam the spectacle is perfectly magnificent a seam of ice apparently six inches in diameter of the hue of a sapphire cuts the berg from its very top down and doubtless cuts through the entire submarine body this jewel of the iceberg is a wonderful beauty sparkles of light seem to come from its blue transparent depths what at first appears singular is that these blue veins are much softer than the surrounding ice melting faster and so becoming channels in which little torrents glitter as they run at first we were at a loss to know how they originated but presently felt satisfied that they were cracks filled with water and frozen when the berg was a glacier this indelible mark of primitive breakage and repair indicates with some correctness the original perpendicular of the ice according to the blue band in the berg now before us it is occupying very nearly the position it was in when it was a fissure or crevasse of the glacier long processional lines of broken ice are continually floating off from the parent berg which in the process of melting assume many curious shapes huge antlers of the moose and elk and sea-fowl geese and ducks of gigantic figure we have just succeeded in securing one of these antlers and a merry time we had before reaching it we supposed one could bend over and lift it out of the water as easily as he stoops and picks up a buck's horn out of the prairie grass it was a match for three of us and escaped out of our hands and arms repeatedly slipping back into the waves and requiring us to round to again and again before we fairly had it as it is the hardest and the heaviest so it is the most slippery of all ices and certainly it seems to me 
the coldest thing upon which human hands were ever laid our summer cakes handed in by the iceman are warm i fancy in comparison i do not wonder that the face of icebergs burst off under the expansion of the heat they receive in these july days the surface of this horn is not the least curious feature of it it is melted into circular depressions about the depth and size of a large watch crystal all cutting into each other with such regularity that their angles fall into lines parallel and diagonal in the most artistic manner now that we have it in the boat it resembles a pair of mammoth moose horns sculptured from water-soaked alabaster we see several of them now five or six feet tall rocking and nodding on the swells as if they were the living appendages of some old moose of the briny deep come up to sport a little in the world of warmth and sunshine c finds great difficulty in painting from the motion of the boat but it is the best thing in the service after all for the men can take a position and keep it by the help of oars in spite of the waves and currents which beset an iceberg the moments for which we have been waiting are now passing and the berg is immersed in almost supernatural splendors the white alpine peak rises out of a field of delicate purple fading out on one edge into pale sky blue every instant changes the quality of the colors they flit from tint to tint and dissolve into other hues perpetually and with a rapidity impossible to describe or paint i am tempted to look over my shoulder into the north and see if the merry dancers are not coming so marvelously do the colors come and go the blue and the purple pass up into peach blow and pink now it blushes in the last look of the sun-red blushes of beauty tints of the roseate birds of the south the complexion of the roses of damascus in this delicious dye it stands embalmed only for a minute though for now the softest dove colors steal into the changing glory and turn it all into light and shade on the whitest satin the bright green waves are toiling to wash it whiter as they roll up from the violet sea and explode in foam along the broad alabaster power and beauty hand in hand bathing the bosom of purity i need not pause to explain how all this is but so it is and many times more in the passing away of the sunshine and the daylight it is wonderful i had never dreamed of it even while i have been reading of icebergs well described as i sit and look at this broken work of the divine fingers only a shred broken from the edge of a glacier vast as it is i whisper these words of revelation and hath washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb it hangs before us with the sea and the sky behind it like some great robe made in heaven 
where the flowing folds break into marble-like cliffs on the extreme wings of the berg an inward green seems to be pricking through a fine straw tint spangled with gold weary chilly and a little seasick i am glad to find the painter giving the last touches to a sketch and to hear him give the word for return the men who in common with all these people of this northern sea have a terror of icebergs gladly lift the sails and so with captain knight at the helm we are speeding over the waves for battle harbor end of after icebergs with the painter frederick edwin church two chapters from after icebergs with a painter a summer voyage to labrador and around newfoundland by the rev lewis l noble eighteen sixty one read for librivox by sue anderson